This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. 10 o'clock, and I predicted that at 10 straight up in 30 seconds, I would do this. It is a final! (laughs) Your New York Jets, pick up your commemorative, oh no, we suck again t-shirts at the door. Yeah, pretty much. That was fast. Four snaps fast. Wow. It was unreal that that guy, that team, that fast. I just saw one and oh. That's all I saw. Uh-huh. I just the only saw one. one and you're the only well, that one. Jets defense and a busted Josh Allen, and I don't mean busted physically. I mean busted mentally. mentally. Wow. Wow. Four, four turnovers. Zach Wilson looks like he's me playing quarterback out there, so it you'd should be, be an interesting Jets You'd be better. <laughs> I don't know about you, that. You, you would be better. I, I don't, I've never How's seen you throw possible? football, but you would be better than Zach Wilson. Happy Live Imaging Tuesday. It is great to see Allen Sliwa. It's been like a month since we saw each other. Literally, I don't think we've seen each other since, I think it was June. You know, I was in Mandy's. Mandy's the last time we ran into The interesting other. thing about me is if I go to Black Gold 10 days in a row, there are posts. Everybody knows about it. This sucker goes to Japan, <laughs> and nobody knows about it till he's back well, I on this got, side of the a uh, random picture from Friday when we saw you at Black Gold, and I said, I think Slee's in Japan. But you are probably back by the time the photo no. landed. When you said phone. that, I don't think anybody believed you. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure it was real. <laughs> I, until he showed up with Japanese treats yesterday, I didn't. Oh, think the amount of real. talking about Japanese treats—they were pretty good. Wow, there's still some left. Wow, is there still some Indulge. left here. Yeah, there's, there's still one, Japanese treats. One or two left. One or two. Grab the, one of the those. black ones too. The I showed ones. him the video too of them basically at the bakery making packaging, and then I take it, and I'm on my way back to. LA. How do you travel with Japanese treats? Do they go through customs? Very nice box. They were wrapped up like a present. Yeah, it was actually it was the easiest thing oh. because you had already I already checked in my bag, so really I just had like one bag with the treats. Very easy. How'd you get through thirty six holes a day for ten days? I still don't without Japanese that. treats, no less. <laughs> other other treats. <laughs> tequila involved. mandala treats. There were treats of tequila. There was some Jack Daniels treats. Uh, no, so no, 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 easy. There, no. <laughs> no, there was. Oh, that was ultra. Oh, wait a minute. That was day. That was the first day you came out. It was. That was a rough day. So let me tell you that story real quick. What day was that? I think that was day three. That was a Sunday, and it was hot. One of the hottest days. Going that hard. Day three, we went very hard. And then whatever day, Thursday day was, we, day took, seven, it, we took it very easy. So that we will get to Monday Night Football. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers sleeps back. Four days off in the middle, and he's still going hard to the hoop. I tease. There's a, a rat among us. We'll talk about that. But first, <laughs> My God. so that Sunday, they had Brian Beckner, friend of the show, and Travis had the early tea time. I think we teed off at 10 a.m. It was boiling hot. We get through it. Now we're eating lunch at like 2 o'clock, 2.30. And, and a very despondent Travis looks to us and says, I haven't urinated since 10.30 this morning. That was true. And all he had done was drink fluids. Now, what kind of fluids? We sure. can get into that. A little bit of yeah. everything. And he definitely... <laughs> <laughs> Great pull. So then him and Brian exit. Brian was driving Mr. Rogers home. Okay. I then had a half hour, and I went and had to go play 18 again. <laughs> but Travis hit it hard, as John Daly once said. He hit it hard. What would you do when you got home? 
Was is the Passed day out. shot? I mean, is it, was, it over? It was, it was Sunday. I'd worked the next day, so I basically shut it down. I ate a little bit. I took a nap. Got up. Ate a little bit more. Went to bed for the night. So I ate twice and slept twice. It's perfect. But Woke that, up Monday feeling like a million bucks. Okay, would the you have been able? You gave me. I think helped a great deal. I'm would sipping on electrolytes do, right now. Would you have been able to do what he did, where he went back out for another 18? I played 36 holes two or three Sundays ago, and it nearly killed me. <laughs> One day. Right to, to to do it ten days in a row, it's it's a non-starter. You know, I'll take a golf trip with my buddies occasionally. Yeah. You do two days in a row of thirty-six, you want to die. Ten and it's stupid, impossible. It was amazing to hit the finish line, though. It's impressive, buddy. I try. Well, hold That's on. That's very impressive. We're burying the lead here a little bit. You went back and played on Saturday morning again. You took one or two days off. Oh, you're talking about after the golf class? Yes. No, I took. F- so my last day was the day, be- the Sunday before Labor Day. Okay. So technically five days off from clubs. But then right back to it. Well, Tommy and I have a standing tea time. I know you do. I know. Well, Tommy and Tommy doesn't time. mess around. Seven thirty in the morning at Black Gold Golf Club. Tommy, I can see Tommy there early. Uh, we get there. We arrive around the same time. Tommy but he, likes to hit balls. Yeah, yeah, but he also likes to get the cart. He wants to feel it out, make sure the like he's like a pilot before the plane takes off. He walks around it, kind of does a checklist. Hey guys, this one's dripping oil. <laughs> what is he like when like you rent a car at the airport? <laughs> guys, we're gonna need four around. more ice cubes in here. <laughs> he leaves the cart just so he's. I'm not. I'm not using this he's cart. Got the pad like he's at Enterprise. And by the way, he is mad, here. and we'll talk about this this afternoon. You know, we had the big 19th hole party, which was a fabulous success. Everything I could have dreamt of on the balconies Friday afternoon after the golf classic. But we had a 19th hole sign, like the letters on the oh, yeah. on the 18, like right before the green. I guess yep. you'd call that the 18 hill. Some of the circle of trust members took the letters. We needed <laughs> those for next that. year's. And by the way, those aren't cheap. The whole thing was like 1,500 bones. This is like when your teacher, when somebody would steal something from your teacher in the fourth grade, she goes, I'm going to turn on the lights. I just want it back on my yeah, desk by guys, the time I turn just the bring it back. back. No just questions, questions asked. Back. Just bring it back. Circle. They'll bring it back for next year. Did the circle ever- was $350, the O. Oh, my God. Did we ever get- It's like the scene in Boogie Mites. That's did- an O. It's supposed to be a Q. Did or we ever like that. get the banners from Mandy's two back? Did we ever get oh, those? I think Joseph's still working on it somewhere. It's on his agenda. Oh we got to have some. We got to have somebody that's in charge of our materials. Well, didn't you purposely not want those back because you wanted no, to print out new ones? I, I purpose. Well, yes, right. yes. I like to spend company money, so yes, I want them with the different logos, so we have to make new ones. Yeah. But I still want the ones we paid for back, so that we can hang them around the station and stuff and do goofy crap with them. <laughs> But yeah, we don't have a great cleanup policy. I think because <laughs> our team might indulge a little bit on the... They think the party's for them, too. They're yeah, they're time. having a good time. <laughs> they're having, they're having a good time. Some yep. of our sta- right. our teammates on Friday, we're having a real good time. You need to have a designated cleanup guy. I was handing out electrolytes <laughs> to our teammates. Like, I mean, after that, Chris, man, this is a great... It's 3 o'clock, bro. Maybe a little... Have some electrolytes. <laughs> no, for 200 bucks, I can clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> At 3 p.m., well, it's a hot day. It's a good day. They're just enjoying the themselves. sun plus a party. You know what? It's a good day. You now, real quick, one last thing to clean up here. Now yeah. that you're back, yeah. you realize I put off an entire imaging week for you because we couldn't kick off the new fall season to seven ten as every other sports radio station does in America the day after Labor Day when everybody usually is back. Now it's not all you. Ireland took two days too. Okay, but you just had to sneak in that extra week after Labor Day because apparently now, but see now it's worth it because you were in Japan. Yeah. If you were yeah, in if Japan, I didn't go anywhere. if you were like if I said, sitting yeah, in I Pasadena, in... I would have been pissed. He brought back <laughs> Japanese treats. We still don't know if he was in Japan or not. Do we have photographic evidence we you were don't. in Japan? Currently, we don't. <laughs> so you and Lady Slee spent a week in Japan. Yes. And all there's my, no photographs. All my pictures still 
Just say Getty You're Images on the on the bottom <laughs> well, right. You showed me a picture from where you yeah. went to get sushi, kind of down the alley as you described it, and it looked great. Again, but, Google. But yeah, you're like, not in it. I'm like, let me show you my photos. It's just a map of you're Japan. You're not in it. <laughs> Lady Sleeve's not like, in it. Look at this. Huh? Look where I went. It's a scene out of Get Smart, the old TV show. <laughs> so, okay, what what is the what is the? Could I get some of the details here? Well, do we want reaction on Monday Night Football, or do we want to get to the rat? Let's go. Let's go here. Right. We got plenty of time. We're gonna put these up in the studio today. Okay, what is this? I think what, I used this when Marcellus here? left too. <laughs> That's good. Pull. What's happening? That's the here? Get Smart theme for the younger generation. Although you should watch it; it'll teach you about life and about chaos. And chaos with a K. And I love chaos. <laughs> I in fact, we should get a sign on Tuesdays. It's like chaos. the old chaos sign. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. Uh, anyway, so obviously, a friend of mine and a friend of ours. Yeah. Used to be a friend of ours. No longer a friend of ours. Decided to go into the Witness Protection Network. <laughs> yes. In which more people are hearing my voice right now than will ever watch that. Oof. <laughs> and we're turning the transmitter off and they're still hearing more of me. But Travis decided to partake in a party on Saturday night. Had a great time. Okay. One that we're all invited to every year. Ooh. We're all invited to every year. Yep. But producer Jorge and I knew you don't you don't mess with the family. <laughs> You don't hang out with a traitor. Mm. But when you offer free booze and food to Travis, oh, he's running around like a rat <laughs> looking for a piece of cheese. They as Jack have, Nicholson... There was, there was a nice cheese tray there. As Jack Nicholson once said in the <laughs> movie the, went. the Departed, <laughs> I, I smell something. I can't repeat the words he used. <laughs> oh, you have it? Play it. Perfect. That's good producing. No. We'll Not have it in a second. Good. We'll have it in a moment. That's good producing. I mean, you're a rat. Sure. Okay, wait. Is this the- What's he ever done for you? Key? He's a good friend of mine. I'm He's a good friend. rat. Is this, is this the is video? I yeah. talked all over it. You did. I talked all over it. Go ahead. One more I'm time. Not the rat. Start with you agree there is a rat. And then the other part when he makes the face. Yeah. That's you. Okay. I had a great yeah. time. Okay, well, that's great. Is, is this yeah. the video you were by yourself on... with no friends. Fine. Because that's what happens to rats. Okay. Is this the video on Instagram? Yeah. Or that has nothing to do with it's it? It's a photo. No, it's, uh, I, oh, put, there I posted was a video. video. You got to yeah. think about the video when uh, he showed up to the party. Yeah. like this. <laughs> what kind of friend takes a video of you looking at the different buffet items and post it? Well, that like might have been. I a lay of the land. That like might have been. see what's out there. I forgot to bring that up yesterday. That might have been the greatest video I've ever seen here. It's pretty good. You were, it was like a, it was like a line on National Geographic. You know, you ever watch <laughs> I mean, where the, they're just the tall grass? <laughs> yeah. They, just, they don't know. They're just watching the herd. Yeah. They're kind of trying no, to see. That's also in the Witness Protection Network. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting for the wildebeest to get a little close to the water and yep. I snap and I grab it really quickly. As a, it was and when you got caught. That's the reaction was perfect. You're like, you took video this whole time. He had me on video for a while. It was a, it was a nice afternoon. Nice At least afternoon was it worth it for the video? No. Yeah, exactly. I was disappointed. You're always disappointed. When you texted me midweek last week and said, are you going to the tradition yeah. unlike any other? I believe my response started with an F and ended with no. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to see if you were going. I Because I, I was. I had a good time. 
Food was good. Booze was good. Got to watch. Do you have football. any regret not going? Seeing no. some of the video and the spread. No, I know what the spread is. I've been there for four years in a row. See, I'm with Chris on this one. I That's went fine. to a boxing match with Beto Duran, and I went to. I said, you know what? I'm going to boxing. That's why you, producer Jorge, I'm not going with Travis. Are part of the family. <laughs> oh well. What are you gonna do? You are I a loyal time. person, and you, my friend, are not gutless, and you are not a rat. I'm here I'm with my family. Oh yeah. Disappointed is the word. Disappointed. Sure. Not as disappointed as New York Jets fans are this morning, including our very own Mike Greenberg. By the way, you know, Sean Hannity's radio show, not to mention Sean Hannity, but he launched like two days before 9-11. It was odd timing back in 2001. He launched his national radio show. As I look up at Pat McAfee, which has been home to Aaron Rodgers and now on our you know platform at ESPN, which we love Pat McAfee, launching the day, or was it last week he launched officially no, with us? No, it was... It was towards yeah. the end of last week. Yeah, McAfee's yeah. launched last, last Thursday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay, three days before right. Aaron Rodgers gets knocked out for the season and maybe his career, that's interesting timing. How? How did that happen yesterday? Four plays, like you said. Well, there's a guy in Manhattan Beach that predicted it two I and a half that. hours. I saw a guy that. on Twitter. That he was going to tear his Achilles on the messed up turf of MetLife Field and two and a half oh, hours gosh. later... And if you watch Sunday night's game, you knew that that turf was going to be bad. Well, that turf is always bad. That's they, true. They did revamp the turf, but I have a whole turf. We got a turf. She's turf. got a turf issue. It's she time for Emily's turf. Turf. football turf quarter. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, I got a I got a sneak preview this morning, and it, she's she's yeah. passionate. She's passionate about it. And that's a surprise. That's why I love Em because she's passionate about everything. Heck's going to give it to you. <laughs> Do the thing, Rat. Let's get to the next segment. I thought you had more to No, let's, more to do. Let's, let's box it up. We'll do more next segment. We'll do more Rat talk Does next it bother segment? you that it doesn't bother him at all? <laughs> <laughs> no, it deep down does. I'll get a text later on about 4 o'clock after he's about four cocktails deep. Okay. <laughs> Wait oh my a second. God. Really Look, bothered me today. Call me, you can call me whatever you want to call me, but I do not four cocktails deep. By four. By four o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. By the way, are you going to that meeting? Michael, I need a ride. Michael, figure it out. <laughs> Well, we'll see. You we'll can see. pick me up on your way to South OC and then just drop me off at the train station next to your house. It's a perfect setup. We could potentially make that happen. I'll bring rat treats. <laughs> well, what are those like? Chimato! What are those like? The chances Michael at 4 o'clock is like, Dad, you got to drop me I can't do it, son. There's a thing I had four. I'm four, four deep. O'clock. Four belts in, Jack. <laughs> Yeah, it's look. Let's let's be a little careful about what we're saying about me. I can take a lot, but that's uh that's not cool. We will talk about Aaron Rodgers rupturing his Achilles. Uh, what that means for them. What it means for the Rams potentially. That's all coming up. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Seventeen minutes in front of after ten a.m. Actually, on a live imaging Tuesday with Travis and Sliwa. Good to have the crew back, Jack. And don't forget. We got a new morning show. Cecily, you're back. There's a new morning show. Yeah. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle weekdays, 6 to 10 a.m. The new ESPN radio morning show, of course, Evan Cohen. There's a portrait of him in my office. You know, he's a friend That's of That's from months ago, too. Yeah, I know. Six well, I mean, months ago, something like that. Who could have foreshadowed this? Anyway. <laughs> and Chris Canty, a Wahoo. He's yeah. He's a UVA. Yeah. Who could have And Canty's great. This? He knows how to talk sports other than, like, the guy who used to be in that slot. Oof. <laughs> And Michelle Smallman, who was once George Sedano's producer way back when. So many connections. I know. So many connections. It's odd how these things happen sometimes. It's a real small world. Meanwhile, last night on Monday Night Football, Aaron Rodgers, four snaps, and that's it. And you know what what I felt watching the game? Do you remember September 10th, 2001? It was a Monday Night Football game. Ed McCaffrey broke his knee. And I remember watching that game at home with my dad. Mm -hmm. I was working at that time. I was working at a news talk station. 
And I remember it just was eerie. Like, I had never seen a play. I was too young to really remember Theismann. Sure. But watching Ed, McCra- Ed McCaffrey break his knee on television, and then the next day, boom, 9-11 happens. Now we're watching all 9-11 in New York, and again, a devastating injury that people think that could be it. To a team that has nothing but bad luck over the last, what, 40 years? Pretty much. They haven't had any success that you could really say, okay, that was the golden era of Jets football, that you get Brett Favre, it doesn't work. You draft this guy, it doesn't work. You draft. They've taken, what did they say last night? They've taken four quarterbacks in the top five in the last 20 years, and none of them have worked out. And Mark, bad luck on opening nights. They got luck Buck on, and Aikman got into that. Buck and Aikman, that's the whole thing. Thing it was, and it wasn't like he went out there and torched it for a, like one game. He went out there and lit it up, and it was like, "Here we go." You didn't even get the, the no, smallest little taste of it. Four snaps, and it wasn't even. I don't want to say it. Obviously, is catastrophic, but you didn't look at it and go, "Oh God!" It was that didn't look that bad. He just kind of got rolled to the ground, and you didn't think too much of it. You and just then see the slow motion, the, the slow mo, and the little thing. But, but that, but, that's, but it wasn't gruesome. No, it was it wasn't. just like, okay, is it a twisted ankle? Is it mm-hmm. his knee? And he's done for the season. And look, jump to the next thing. He's probably done for good. Sure. That's probably it. That injury on a forty-year-old guy who's already got all the money and accolades and Hall of Fame stuff that he's ever going to need to do. That's probably it for and his whole career. Even if he does come back, he will likely not be that version of Aaron Rodgers. Apparently, from a study that sixty uh, percent have not come back to the same level they've been. They've had an, a decline that fo- following year after their injury, and that's. A long recovery, and then also another year that he's not going to be the same version of Aaron Rodgers that he was before. You said it. He's not 29. He's not 25. He's not 31, 32. He's 39 years old. He's going to have to go through the process of recovering this as a 39, 40, 41-year-old guy. We saw Kevin Durant and him having to come back from this. Guys don't come back from this. You know, the Cam Akers tore his Achilles in camp a couple of years ago with the Rams, yeah. right? He came back in five and a half months. He got back before the end of the season. He was in his early 20s. Right. This is a guy that's nearly twice this age. It's a wrap. Never 24. mind a wrap for this season. That's a wrap for him for good. 24% of athletes who have succumbed to the uh, Achilles injury do not come back and have their careers over. Yeah. He's gonna Look at Emily. I mean, she is ready to go today. She's got the, She's got right the Achilles covered angle to angle, top to bottom, <laughs> side to side. I need to hear. I need to hear the uh, the turf, your turf war. I just okay. So everyone, <laughs> I mean, not everyone, but a lot of people know that MetLife is the injury capital of the NFL. There have been so many injuries there over the years, and then uh, turf has been increasingly a part of these new stadiums because it's easier to take care of. And you kind of only have to do it once. You can maybe fix a turf every every so often, but you do it once. It's cheaper for the owners to do that, and it looks you cut good the on turf camera. once every two months. <laughs> but as international soccer can't come play on turf, they have decided they are, they are only going to use um, grass fields. Uh, fields with grass fields have so many less injuries. Turf ruins people's ankles and knees. We saw it in the Super Bowl with OBJ. We've seen it at MetLife Stadium. Every single place that has turf. It's catastrophic injuries, and it's never going to change unless they force um, these owners the to have grass have field. to force them, right? And we, we've seen this before. This goes back to when you and I were in Houston, Chris, and the players, I forget if it was a lockout or strike, doesn't matter, but they were at odds. And about, Bulls on parade? About Close. About two minutes after they basically said, okay, we're done negotiating, Vince Young was at a payday loan place taking out a loan. 
It was they don't manage their finances well enough. The owners just go, okay, we can wait longer than you do. They always give in. They always come back. They always get steamrolled. And so if they want things like grass fields, to your point, Ed, which they probably should, they're going to have to force ownership to put them in, and they just don't have the wherewithal to to force issues like that. They always give up. The owners aren't going to do it just to do it. They're only going to do it if they're forced to do it. And the fans aren't going to force it either. There fans was. Don't I mean, care. it's Cooper. Well, you lose Cooper Cup, you lose OBJ. All these have something to do with grass. Cooper Cup last year, not this year's yeah. injury. But it's just fans and, are just they keep coming. And they, SoFi won't be able to. There's a lot of reasons why you know big soccer games can't have things here. There's a lot of issues with turf. That again, it's just owners being doing the cheapest thing possible um, because it's easy. And again, you have to have someone to force them to do but it. But you know what? Just kind of putting it that way, if you're looking at it from that perspective, if it's if it increases your chances of getting the greatest players that you have on your team injured, isn't it better and smarter Look, to if, say, "Hey, I'm going to put we the turf, had a situation, or I'm going to put real grass." Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, just boom, boom, boom. They all drop. Then maybe, but it doesn't happen quite as often as that. It, it does happen. But but Arrowheads also, grass. It, it happens in grass too. Not as much. Yeah. I, I'm with you, but it's it's football. Guys get hurt, and until you lose a Brady or something like that. Brady got hit in the knee a million years ago. They changed the rules the next season. But it's also an easier solution to change an officiating rule than it is to change. It doesn't cost any money. Exactly. It, it, It costs a lot of money to these owners who are, you know, they've gotten to be owners because they've been very smart with their finances. 100%. Arizona, though, State Farm Stadium, they they roll, that's the only one that rolls it out, right? So it's real grassly. Well, and the you sod father messed that up during the Super Bowl because the, oh, the, the grass father. was all wet and slick, damp. and you know they didn't do it properly because you know American stadiums are not used to the the rolling in and out. Sweet, your thoughts. I'm trying. Were to you see. in Japan? Did you see uh, turf or did you see fresh field? Was there fresh grass? Turf at the ball game that you pulled off the internet. Turf. <laughs> yeah, that was turf. By the way, they don't have um, from first to second, second to third, and third to home. No dirt. No dirt. I did not know that. I also didn't know that they go 12 innings, and if Looks it's like zero, the old Astrodome? Zero, they stop right there. Kind of. Really? Yeah. yeah, actually very similar. Yeah. Very similar. There's ties in Japanese baseball. Slee brought that back from Japan, too. We didn't know that. Like neckties? No, like the game ends I know, I know, and I no know. one has the lead. <laughs> like 12th inning, after the last batter strikes out for the Giants, everybody's getting up and leaving, and we're confused, saying, where's everybody going? Is it intermission? Was it a superior baseball product compared to uh, MLB? No. No. Mm-mm. Even MLB as bad as it is now. No, MLB don't is good right now. Don't say that. MLB no, don't say that. MLB is as good as it's been in a very long time. You're wrong. This guy. You knew he was going to come in. You know he's going to take that. <laughs> oh, personal. Friday, everybody got. Because I, I made a, a an error in my Dave Roberts aid. I, I called him something I wouldn't normally call him. Okay. So everybody was on me on Friday. I didn't call you him just him gutless. <laughs> I might have said scumbag, which I didn't mean. <laughs> I was yeah, not, I was wound so you up. Repeat it now. <laughs> well, I was trying not to, but Sleeve was looking at me confused. <laughs> I, I didn't mean it. Everyone I knew I didn't details. mean it. Gutless. Yeah, I meant gutless. Baseball. By the way, tomorrow year. night is Dave Roberts' bobblehead. It I is. need somebody to get me that bobblehead, and we will destroy it on the air next week. My goodness. <laughs> or when they lose in the playoffs in the first round. They might. Oh, I could, well, it's not all this time around. It's, it's not all, all Dave yeah, Roberts' fault. It's all changed now. Even Morales can't yeah, jump I mean, up and down on they Dave with, with what they have going on right now. But we're going to get into this later on in the program. There is going to be an extra emphasis on him in particular because of that. Because there are no pitchers. Because every decision that he makes is going to be, why did you take him out? Or why did you leave him in? Because none of these guys are, hey, I trust this guy. Just let it roll. 
If you take him out and it works, nobody says anything. You take him out and it doesn't work, he's going to get crucified. It's going to be a totally different scenario than it's been in a very long time. Which, by the way, is completely different for him because it's always, you got everything you need. Yeah, just make it happen from here. That's not going into this playoff run. If you're looking at what it looked like three weeks ago compared to what it looks, what it's going to look like now, I mean, I, I don't know how you can put any. You can't really put blame on Dave Roberts going into this postseason well, compared on. to some other postseasons. You shouldn't, but you absolutely can. <laughs> There's a difference between those two things, right? I, I agree with you. No one should be. Like, Why did you do that? But they're unless gonna. he does something. <laughs> there you go. Right? Outrageous. We're already doing it. Yeah. We're already doing. It. You can't blame him for that. You know, unless he does something really <laughs> dumb. We're already leaving the door open for something really dumb well, to happen. Yeah, because this postseason is going to rely more on having Decision tight leashes yes. on these pitchers. Okay, you know, you could have someone that goes too long, or you know, again, Bobby Miller could go five no innings doubt. and be. Great, have one hit, and then keep him in and gets rocked. There's, there's a lot of decision-making that's going to happen. We'll get to that coming up in a little bit. But Aaron Rodgers, we, what did we talk about on Sunday morning when we were doing the pregame show that there was a report that the Rams said no to the Jets this offseason when they called about Matthew Stafford before they made the trade for Aaron Rodgers? The Rams' phone's ringing again this morning. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 10.30 on a live imaging Tuesday with Travis and Sliwa. Walking in here, producer Emily said, hey, Chris, later in the show, I got a Hans Zimmer bit. Let me tell you about my love for Hans Zimmer. Of course, he did the themes and the, uh, what would you call them? The themes? The compositions. The compositions. The scores. To all the Dark Knights. Batman Begins the Dark Knights. Well, I've this, used, is, this I, is one of the, this is the game. Stand this by. is the game we're playing. I've used many Hans Zimmer things in our imaging over the years. When it's dramatic, Slee, like, will Slee come back from Japan? We're going to find out tomorrow. And then he hears a, dun, 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 dun. Did you, he, he did Gladiator too. I don't know, Slee. I think we're not going to mess up the game, this, man. This is part of the game. Don't make me put a rat on your laptop. Because that might be the greatest score. I'm ready to go out. Whatever you guys need me to do, just you play Gladiator. Gladiator is the greatest score? Oh, Gladiator is awesome. Gladiator is awesome. I used to use a lot of effects from the Ugh. movie 300, too. A lot of like this, yep. the the sound design they used in that. I used to use a lot of that, but now we just do bits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's very true. Well, listen, man, it is what it is. But the great debate is Hans Zimmer versus John Williams because John Williams. they both have fantastic scores. In your mind, you can picture both. They both have very different lanes. But I love. I appreciate a great score. Yeah, I think I think John Williams because again, John Williams makes you feel something. It's like my debate between the West Wing of the Sopranos for my number one. I love the Sopranos. Can watch an episode anytime. But the West Wing makes you cry. I cry. You know what I'm saying, Slee? Jorge can watch Sopranos any day of the week. Who cares? <laughs> any day of the week. Did you say who cares? Oh, he's never yeah. seen it. Yeah, he. We've used. Me- what? He hates. He's no, never no. seen it. And he's refuses to see an episode. I want that bottle of tequila mandala back now. <laughs> yeah, come get it. Well, he believes that he's already he already knows what happens. He already knows everything about it. Therefore, see, I mean, I'm not going to go watch it. Give me that one. Yeah, speaking of rats. It's more orchestral. <laughs> is that a word? What? Orchestral? Like the orchestra. The well, they're, they're, they're both orchestral. It's just that it's, I think that John Williams is more string-focused. String-focused? Yeah, okay. string-forward. Sure. Well, yeah. Like violins. Strings. I mean, I would say that when John Williams, like the Jaws theme, was I think his first big one. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it there is. was one. That's like okay. a cello, right? Uh, yes, in like a deep, deep 
uh, bass a, clarinet can do that too. Yeah. It was a, a deep cello back here, but I you had to, f- based on technology back then, you had to have a full orchestra to do yeah. that. You're recording on analog tape. Later, Hans Zimmer's amazing, but now there's technology where yeah. you can make a lot of that on a laptop. He's also a very more expensive yeah. laptop, but so <laughs> he's more digital focused. Yeah, and he's more like a you know he is more experimental with his uh, stuff. When you hear John Williams score, you know immediately it's John Williams. Hans Zimmer can sometimes sneak up on you, you're like wait, that was John uh, Hans Zimmer. This was me when I saw the uh, turkey legs. The buffet at the party. Line. No, I, literally that was. Yeah, you, you had both of your AirPods in. I think it was to this music, and you were just like slowly stepping. If you look at the video, I stop at one point, take my phone out, and take a quick little picture. That's the one I sent to you, Chris. Yeah, he sent it to me and said you're missed. Turkey legs, and I just sent back a picture of a rat, yeah. and then he wrote the f word, and then off, <laughs> which I thought was unfair. No, it was entirely fair. But they had a whole <laughs> bowl of turkey. Are we going to do this drop at any point and you guys are going to stop talking Probably when you hear the drop? Not. Are you ever going to stop interrupting us? I don't interrupt. Yeah, my God. I'm the king of spacing. <laughs> no, you're not. I give you plenty of spacing. I don't interrupt. I don't believe on stepping on people. I'm not the f***ing rat. Start with you agree there is a rat. See, there you go, All student. Right, thank you, guys. There you go. Ooh, have all. Speaking of drops, <laughs> I want to raise this next hour. Do you think we do too much ding over here? At this radio station. That's my thing, homie. That's, yeah, but everybody yeah. else is stolen it. Yeah, I don't know So why. now I listened to this radio station for 14 hours yesterday. First time all <laughs> since summer. Nonstop. And you heard a lot of dings? Oh, my, I had a headache from the ding by the time the day was over. A lot of ding. I like the ding. The ding-a-roni. But do we think we need to... Ring a ding Do you think we need to limit the ding? Jorge, how many dings do you think you play during the show? Are you making a good point? 400. Whenever you make a good point, I hit a ding. How a ding counter? I like dings. Uh, YouTube can maybe do that? I think two dings a segment. <laughs> like a quota. <laughs> you just have a board up there. Not you can't do it again, Mark. We're done. <laughs> can you stock up dings, and then if you don't use any in a whole show, then I'll you can do it. you got Cohen, a ding bank. Brian and Laura, stop using my ding. <laughs> in 14 hours, uh, where were most of the dings? All in the open, the play during Travis and Siebel yesterday, where Jorge like, hit six dings on top of me. Nah, it was only two. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. Jorge gets a lot of, he has a lot of latitude. He's an audio and video genius. But then the dings continue as the day goes on. A lot of dings, my friend. A lot hey, of Brian, dings. Brian, stop using the ding. Laura, stop using the, you guys are banned. Not to be ding confused the with ding. the ding crispy chicken sandwich over at Houston's. Did you say two per segment or two per hour? Two per segment, I think's fair. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, that's not bad. Two oh, dings per yeah. segment. Two per hour is not nearly enough. If we use four in a segment, just. <laughs> You got to skip one. You got to. <laughs> yeah. you, you can borrow from your savings account, but you you, you can't run it dry. Transfer the funds. Yeah, exactly. I mean, or we just find different dings. No, I like that. Like one. more exotic dings. Ah, this is my ding. They got to find their own ding. <laughs> you want like a gong or something? Like what do you well, want? Gong's not bad. I mean, I, that's not back awful. in the early two thousands, I used to use the gong a lot on radio. Man, <laughs> that's not terrible. <laughs> it wasn't a random choice. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, uh, somewhere Tony Bruno and Andrew Siciliano are smiling. <laughs> They're not the only ones there, too. All right, so they uh, they called before they made the Rodgers trade, right? Yep. That when the Jets and the Packers were getting ready to, to pull off that trade, it kind of stalled. Remember what's, like, what's taking so long? The report over the weekend was that the Jets called the Rams about Matthew Stafford yeah. kind of as a, hey, if this doesn't get done, we want to get any interest. Yeah. And the Rams basically said, not interested. Good luck getting the Aaron Rodgers deal done. And that was that. Okay, fine. 
Now it's very different. Aaron Rodgers is done for the season, very likely done for good, I believe. Matthew Stafford just put together one of his finest performances as a member of the Rams on the weekend. Certainly his best performance since the Super Bowl season a couple of years ago. He looked great. Yeah. The Rams looked great. As impressive as any team on Sunday. They did. Mm -hmm. They kind of have them the Jets if they want to over a barrel a little bit to really offer something and anybody that's bought a house anybody that's bought a car you make an offer and somebody nah not interested okay and maybe you go look for something else but if you come and say I really need that you come back you offer a little more and maybe a little more on top of that and you keep going until eventually somebody says let me think about it, mm-hmm. right? And and you wonder if that isn't something that they're, they're going to go around the league. There's a ton of backups. We can go and talk about whether or not you know a Gardner Minshew might be good enough or a Tyler Huntley or, or one of these guys, Andy Dalton, who's a backup in Carolina, that's better than Zach Wilson. There's a lot of options that are better than Zach Wilson. But because the Rams were so good on Sunday yeah. and because the Jets are so desperate, you wonder if that doesn't at least – make it the first call that the Jets make and whether or not the Rams just go beat it we're not interested or whether they just throw something out there like well if you did x y and z maybe we can have a conversation it's so interesting to me for one because a quarterback of that magnitude being traded in the season doesn't happen very often yep but number two just how good the Rams were on Sunday. It changed. If the Rams got blown out on Sunday you'd be like let's go let's get this done that's what I was just going to say I was going to say that let's pretend in the final preseason game, Aaron Rodgers had the same injury. Mm-hmm. And now you're before the season even starts, you're walking into this situation. And the Rams also have not played week one in Seattle. Does a scenario like that, if that phone call comes in before the season starts, does it kind of change what the perspective of the Rams would be? And how much does it change after you got through one week? I, I'm, and I, I really truly believe this. I don't think he's going anywhere. I, I don't think, either. I, and I think Sean McVay, I think these guys probably before we all knew week one existed thought, you know what, maybe we can hang around. Maybe we had talked a little bit about Caleb Williams and is there going to be sure. opportunity to draft him, all that. Who knows, maybe these guys are thinking, well, that's not anything we're thinking about. Now, if week 10 comes by and we're sitting here with two wins, okay, maybe that's a different scenario. Um, maybe that would have all been different if this happened in the preseason and Matt Stafford and the Los Angeles Rams did not play week one. I don't know if one week would change everything, but it sounds like to me that... It changed a lot. Well, it changed, it changed the perspective, I think, from anybody who thought the Rams are going to be nothing this year. Right. Now it's a little bit of, well, let's see what happens week two. Well, okay, well, who they got in week three? Hey, what are they going to be yesterday? We're talking about this with Mason and John. Can they be three and three after six games? You start playing out scenarios that you didn't think were realistic that now became realistic. Okay, if we're role-playing this, I think that if the phone in Les Sneed's office rings and it's like, hey, yo, it's the Jets, we're just circling back. to Remember that Matthew Stafford thing we brought up over the summer? We just wanted to see if there's any sort of situation where maybe we could turn your head again. I think if you're Les Sneed, what you say is, call me back on Monday. Right? You're going to have – because if the Ram 49er game goes the way that a lot of the Ram 49er games have gone, and the Ram team that a lot of people thought we were going to get at the start of the season shows up in game two, 
Then maybe it's, hey, the Seahawks were terrible. Hey, maybe the Rams played their perfect game right out of the chute. Hey, maybe this isn't a team that can find its way to 9, 10 wins, that this is a team that's more on what Vegas thought, 5, 6, 7, kind of in that no man's land that you don't want to be in the NFL. Or they look pretty good. Or they hang with San Francisco. Or they beat San Francisco. And then it's, no, man, we're no, we're not interested. We're going for it. we got a really good team right now. I think that the game on Sunday, last Sunday, informs today. The game next Sunday will inform your decision for the rest of the way based on that position, right? If they look good, he's not going anywhere. If they look bad, I don't think he's going anywhere, but maybe in the most private part of the Rams facility, you have a quick little meeting on it. Even you if they like play poorly, I find it so hard to believe that they would mortgage a proven too. quarterback for hope for like more draft picks because they've already proven that they don't care about well, their I, draft I, picks. I think I think it also goes That's to wrong. I, but go ahead. I, I think it also goes to Sean McVay and Les Snead. Like these are two guys that especially McVay are only they only process winning and competing. Yep. And I think there's probably that that's your usually you look at the front office, you look at the coaching. Hey, what's their game plan? I think we all agreed there there came a point with Sean McVay where he was trying to make the decision of whether he's going to continue coaching, not coaching, maybe goes in the broadcast. But probably a lot of that had to do with not all of it, but some of it had to do with are we gonna be good or are we not? And I think for the first time last year, he accepted like, all right, hey, you can't win every year. You're not going to make – you can't compete for a, a, a Super Bowl every single season. I think the bigger obstacle would be those front office people that you're talking about, just they, they want to compete. Mm-hmm. And, and I think there's – even if there's a little bit of hope to compete, that might be different than a different organization. Uh, uh, 100%. And there is a little bit. But I don't s- subscribe to the idea that they don't value their draft picks. They just use them differently. They used a first-round pick to basically take Jalen Ramsey. They used a first-round pick or a second-round pick Proven to basically commodity. go get Vaughn Miller. Yeah. They, they value them when it's time to value them. They drafted Aaron Donald in the first round. They drafted Todd Gurley in the first round. They drafted Jared Goff in the first round. Michael Brockers in the first round. They've done really well in the draft. You know, They've had a mistake like Greg Robinson. Everybody's everybody got, had, every, yeah, everybody's everybody had has. Yep. But they've had a lot of hits in the early part. It's just that when they've been here, they've been really, especially under Sean McVay, They've been so close to winning it all that they're about the now, not about the, the the long run. This team, even with Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald, and Cooper Cup, has a much longer runway than they have had for the the past few seasons. And if they could make it longer with more picks, I think it's something that they would say. Let me be crystal clear. They're not going to do this, but the call is going to be made. We also didn't think 24 hours ago right. Aaron Rodgers would be gone. It, it was a unbelievable turn of events both that the Rams looked as good as they did that Matthew Stafford looked as good as he did and that Aaron Rodgers went down after four plays and now all of a sudden they got to find somebody they're going to call everybody of course it's just that the Rams are in a different like hey we might be good again we Mm might have gotten good a little quicker than we thought some of these guys I don't think they're going to do it but if the offer gets high enough if somebody said to you I want to buy your car you know I'm not really interested I'll pay you double what it's worth. I'm desperate. I need a car. I have to have it right now. Yeah. Well, you name a price, whatever it is, right? Okay. Well, well, all right. uh, 50 grand. Done. Whoa. Okay. Let me think. Really? It's a 2011 (laughs) Toyota Corolla. Right? (laughs) That there may be. Got 180,000 miles on it. Hey, did you see? Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
Jorge, before we get to, hey, did you see Fu? Uh, I just want to recap the entire Aaron Rodgers era in New York with the Jets. It was a Brees Hall carry to left tackle. Uh, it was Aaron Rodgers incomplete to Oliver. It was an incompletion to Conklin. There was a penalty on that play, and then he got sacked and tore his Achilles. That's the career of Aaron Rodgers Damn. with the Jets. Those four plays. To this point. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. What do you got? All right, so, uh, hey, Fu, did you see that? The Andre and Parker, those knuckleheads behind Emily, you guys can see them, <laughs> just yeah. wave. Uh, those guys decided to start a softball, uh, to start uh, playing softball. They've never played before, and they had the first game yesterday, and they <laughs> lost 20 to 3. Oof. So they play in a softball league. They Correct. join a softball league where they've never played softball before. Uh-uh. I like all of this already. <laughs> so is it, a, is it a smart idea to start playing a sport that you have never played before this late? In your I, life. I, I admire it. I admire the big swing. Now, my, I have a lot of follow-up questions on this. Is yeah. this a, a league of all beginners? I think or, it's, a, it's a men's league. Okay. You said they're playing against yeah, he's year shaking old. his head saying no. So there's, Yeah, you guys need to find a league with yeah. other people that are just starting to play softball. You don't want to go into a league with these guys that they've spent every – Thursday night for the last 20 years, which, by the way, these teams stick together forever 100%. doing that, yeah. that's probably going to be a pretty steep learning curve. But if you go in there with a bunch of new people, why not? Give do it a shot. Kickball. People do that uh, yeah, it's like all us. Time. I, I don't mind the age. I don't mind the, it's. is it too late to start something different? No. I don't mind any of that. Right. I like that. I actually admire it. Hey, you know, I'm going to try golf. I've never played golf before, and I'm going to start golfing in my life. But I respect it even more that they decided to go into a league where guys actually know what they're doing. And just tried, you know, let's just give this thing a shot. Now, losing 20 to 3, probably not the greatest story, but we don't have this story on air unless they do this. So I appreciate what you guys did. Did either one of you guys get a hit? DeAndre got a hit. Did either one of you guys make an error? Parker's hand is going up. So So Parker did not get a hit. DeAndre, can I make a suggestion that maybe you look for a different team? (laughs) Maybe you go to somewhere else in the league and say, hey, listen, I I feel like I want to learn this game, but this this guy over here and these guys, I'm done with you. This is the best part. This is the bronze level, not even the medal <laughs> oh or the God, gold. Yeah. This is the lowest level of the league. Okay, that's good, but that's where you're supposed to start. Parker, they need to find like a rubber or, <laughs> or some other sort T-ball. of thing. Yeah, the, if we've got gold, silver, bronze, you can be like in the nickel or plastic league. Can you imagine? Whatever. Can you imagine just joining a basketball league and you've never played basketball in your life? Be challenging. Yeah, I feel be like it has to do with. Yeah, if, work, you, if, if it's a sport that you can play as a kid um, and like play in the club level and play in college, I think that's something that you don't necessarily start late in life. But if it's like, I don't know, if it's like kickball, if it's pickleball, if it's even tennis, something like that, where you can play and like learn outside of a big organized event, that's where you kind of learn the new sport. There's a new water polo league starting on <laughs> Thursday in Pasadena. Yeah. I think you and I... Should just get out there. Can I wear my shirt in the pool? <laughs> you wear whatever you want, brother. I can't even go and do those Masters Leagues. Those guys are, again, especially here in Southern California, it's people that played at like the Team USA and stuff. No, yeah, no but we're going to have a good story for Friday. Wear like a bomber jacket. <laughs> oh wear one of those jackets. Hold on. So then Parker says, hey, man, it's hard. Like, I mean, it was awesome seeing 35-year-olds just hit. I'm like, dude. I know all about hitting home runs. Travis is older than I am. I'm more, uh, older than 35. Hey, if we can do it, you guys can. You guys should be doing better, guys. Come on. If 50-year-old fatos <laughs> can hit home runs, then you guys should be able Travis to. Travis going deep. They, Travis. Technically, they technically have 10 years to hit a home run. Does Travis go deep? Travis goes deep. 50 years old. No, wait. 51. Ah, wait. There you go. How old am I? 
Am I 51 or two? I Ask honestly Emily. Don't know. Emily knows. 85. <laughs> I honestly don't know if I'm 51 or You're 52. You're 51. Am I 51? Yeah. I'm 51. Yeah. Yeah, 50 years old. Thank you. Ole, 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 ole. <laughs> I got you. All right, so I'm sticking with the diamond here. And then uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, decided to wear Crystal Jordan ones, uh, their cleats. Uh, to honor, uh, honor Kobe Bryant, he's gonna wear them throughout the uh, throughout the whole series against the Dodgers. Here, the cleats have a total of four thousand seven hundred and fifty crystals. Have you guys seen the picture of these? Cleats? Yeah. Yes. What do you guys think? Would you guys rock something like that at the next softball tournament? If somebody said, "Alan, I have these amazing shoes that is um, representing Kobe Bryant, and there's four thousand seven hundred and fifty <laughs> crystals on there," yes, I would rock them. Now, the shorts that I'd be wearing with them and the shirt probably wouldn't go, but yes, I would rock them, and I'd rock them very proud. Yeah, I mean, they're they're cool if you're Fernando Tatis. Yeah. They're less cool if you're Travis Rogers. You wear you one, look, I wear one. You, 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 you wear what you're wearing now, but yeah. you're just dripped out Dude, in your shoes. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you, if, That'd be if amazing. I, what, if, what do I wear when I play softball? You wear the... Kanye Yeezys. <laughs> I wear my Vans, right? Yes. That I, I wore wear my like Vans. gym shorts. Pickleball. I've softball. seen you in Gucci. I've seen you in Ferragamos. So I, it, it's on brand. I got my Nike workout shorts. I got the jersey they gave me, my Dodger hat, and my Vans. If I showed up in Tatis's, what is it, Emily? Dripped out uh, yeah. Nike Jordans or whatever there are, I would look absurd. So, so they're like, cool. But what does that make me. you want to wear it a little bit more? Not for me. You, <laughs> you would look fine. Most, I would look like. What is that guy you doing? Mean, I would look fine. I look like a complete idiot. <laughs> you better, less so than I would. <laughs> like I feel like Kirk could rock it. You know, if he if he wore them to the Rams game this weekend, Kirk could. That would be crazy. Jorge could. Yeah. Mario could. Beto they're, they're, can. Beto could. Yeah. Funches could. He's a big Funches could. Yates could. There's a True. lot of people that could pull it off. I I maybe Ireland after me, but everyone else I think. <laughs> Wait, could can happen. they? Yeah, yeah. Mace could because he's Mace goes for already he rocking some of that stuff in Beyonce. the Mandy. A sequin jacket is very different than wearing these certain. Is it? Is very different. Okay, all right. So you're wearing some of those to Mandy's three. Oof, that'd be nice. You should, you know, you should with shorts. Shoes call, like that. call from Tatis and say, hey, you know, now I'll, I'll call my own guy. <laughs> you're not gonna, you, you're not gonna need them by October first. So. As always, for sure. All right, that uh, th- those are pretty cool. That Dodger game last night was uh, not, and it was something that I think Dodger fans need to get very familiar with very quickly. Plus, Dodgers are trying to fix their pitching the best way they can. They made another move today. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.